What's up, everybody? This is Ty, and I'm here with my uh, co-host, the Black Clark Kent. You right, you right, the Black <laughs> Clark Kent. Darling Nikki. <laughs> hey, guys. And AP, the model. Hey, hey guys. And we are the quad. quad. The Quad. Yes, sir. So we're here today. We're going to, you know, first start uh, start the show off by talking about um, Mr. James Charles Jr. Mm-hmm. Give him a shout out. Member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. <laughs> I had to. I had to. Brother James saved lives, man. So, uh, Mr. Oh, Shaw, yeah. yeah, Mr. Shaw, he uh, saved a whole bunch of people's lives. Although there were four lost lives in this incident in uh, Waffle House in Tennessee. Um, Wasn't but, it like four people? Yeah, yeah, four people. Killed? Yeah, four people got killed. But um, he actually unarmed the uh, gunman. Uh, through the gun behind the uh, counter at Waffle House and uh, saved a lot of lot more lives. So yeah, shout I, out to shout out to him. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's dope. yeah. Uh, also, on you know, just touch briefly on J Cole's album KOD. <laughs> KOD. Shout out to J Cole. That was a Carolina's good album. Man. It's a really good album. I, I, and the reason why I want to shout him out because you know I, I think a lot of people. A lot of people love it, but it's a lot of people that misunderstands it. They're not with the real rap, mm-hmm. but J Cole really touches a you know a lot about what's going on in you know this world, social media, and everything. Um, he touches up you know a lot about you know these kids you know just really out of touch with reality. Yeah, yeah they don't yeah. know what's re- you know they don't know what's real. They don't know what's fake. They don't know how to deter the two. So. I want to give a shout out to J. Cole. They've been so inundated with this mumble rap shit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people have very strong opinions about J. Cole and you're either on one side or you're on the other side. You know what I mean? Like you either think he's just like this lyrical genius or you feel like he is boring. And I mean, there have been times where like I haven't loved his albums because sometimes I do feel like it can be a little like monotonous and all kind of sound the same but I really felt like he came really hard on this album I just I feel like he's one of those rappers that's kind of polarizing because people have very strong opinions either one way or the other but I thought that this was a good album beginning to end like the first day that it dropped I listened to it like Mm -hmm. three times Yeah, just it was a really good album you know I'm not I wouldn't say I was I'm a hip-hop fan but I, I like um, when lyricists are lyrical and I think that uh, J. Cole is a lyricist and he makes you think and I think the same about Kendrick and um, I just think we're getting back to old school hip hop and I'm here for it. Yeah. Right. Something I can vibe to. Yeah. I think the best <laughs> the best song for me personally the, the best song on that album was Window Pane. Yeah, man, that, I ain't that motherfucker lie. go yeah. so hard. <laughs> yeah, that thing goes so hard. He was spitting the truth, man. I swear, I swear. But the whole album is good. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a favorite. Album is good. I think when J Cole first came out, I remember he did an interview. He talked about performing at Federal State, and he talked about you know when he moved to New York. And when you go through transitions like that, you're trying to find yourself, and you're trying to find your sound and who you are. And that was in his twenties, and now in his thirties, it's like I think he knows who he is, and he's unapologetically J Cole. And I I like, I think that's why he's able to make the um, the the records that he makes now. Shout out because he knows himself. (laughs) Federal State University. So we're going to kick this show off. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, what's been going on in this celeb drama, man. Let me tell you, it's been a busy week 
it's been a very busy. It's been a very busy week. So, um, of course, I know y'all all heard about Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Found guilty. Good. Three, three. Uh, wait. Three, three cases. Count. Three, what, three, three cases? cases. Yeah, yeah. Three counts. Was it ten, 10 years. years per case? Yep. 10 years per case, man. He so, has not been sentenced yet, yes. but that will be coming oh, up. That'll coming. be coming up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw that he might not. Right. Yeah, he could get up to 10 years for each um, conviction. And I saw that he probably won't serve any time in jail, but I still think because that justice is justice. And so yeah. um, I don't think there's a statute of limitations on when justice needs to be served. And I know people are like, oh, he's old and all of that right, stuff. Right. But he did it. Yeah, if he did it, he's guilty. He gotta, yeah. I don't feel bad. And like here, here's the thing. Like I don't even want to sound like insensitive to people. Like I know that for a lot of people growing up, he was like a surrogate father figure. But Heathcliff Huxtable and Bill Cosby are two different two people. Different people. Yeah. You different have to people. dissociate the two. Now, to piggyback off that, now with everything that's going on, they are in the process of pretty much taking the Cosby Show off of every. Oh, yeah. Television, yeah. you know, yeah, every, te- you know, television that. station, whatever. Yep. How do y'all feel about that? I don't think that, that sh- they should do that because of, I know the show is called The Cosby Show. It's, you know, built on a platform that he developed. But I think that there are so many other actors who built their foundation and their platform from that show. And they're being, you know, um, targeted or they're being backlashed for the work that they've put in. So, no, I don't think that they should take that show off the air because of what Bill Cosby has done. You know, they, they should not. So many people have just put in so much work. And some of the, the actors on that show haven't done anything since the Cosby show. That's right. all they have to go, right. you know, on and live off of. Right. You know, I'm sure and that I, residual check from that show is still really good. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings because I do feel like the show is very, like, instrumental in creating, like, a positive representation of, like, black families growing yes. up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... I don't think that anyone feels like they can consciously continue to pay him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Because of like the his involvement his involvement in it obviously he would get some sort of like residual check and so I feel mm-hmm. like from a business standpoint they just don't feel like they can pay him like regardless of what the show meant to people and you know people that might still be living off those checks. It, it's more of a business thing. And so I do feel for the other actors on the show that might not be compensated anymore, but I feel like it's something that needs to be done. Maybe this is a stupid thing to say, but I'm going to say it anyway, <laughs> because ahead. maybe they should punish him and not punish everyone else. Because like you said, the there's community. some people that that's all they've done. So why mess up their money? on the actions of someone else. I mean, well, I have like yeah. two thoughts about that. I don't even know how you would begin to not pay him if he's involved. Like, obviously he's the main character on the show. I don't know how you not pay someone for airing their intellectual property. You know what I mean? And their work, like, I don't even know how you would begin to set that I up. Don't, and I um, think that he deserves this check. Honestly, in my opinion, he deserves it. He put in the work. You can't strip someone of their accolades despite their actions and what they did when they weren't of service and they weren't working. You know, that's just like me being, you know, a director. There are so many teachers that I've had who've done some terrible things and I still had to give them a check at the end of the day and sign off on that. Did they deserve it? Absolutely not. But I'm obligated to make sure they get that check at the end of, at the end of the day. So I think that Bill Cosby deserves every, you know, check that he gets because he put in the work to do that. Right. But, you know, 
no, we shouldn't. Now his uh, degree or doctorate or something. The honorary doctorate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Strip those. Yeah. They rescinded his. uh, Yeah. Maybe that. You know. But to to strip him of his check. No. He 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 did his work. Give the man his money. To your point, I feel like he got compensated for the work that he put in. Like these are just residual checks now, and so. He made a lot of money, you know what I mean, and so I don't feel like he needs any more money. I just feel um, like so. I don't know. I'm not here for Bill Cosby. I've I been mean, over like the Bill Cosby apologist that made excuses. Yeah. So I mean, cut his check off. I mean, but the show is such a such a good show for the black community because it shows, you know how you know. A black family, you know, shows in that positive light, in a very positive mm-hmm. light, and taking that away, I feel like they're winning double because yep. now they're taking away. Because we all um, know what this boils down to. We want to get deep with yeah, it. Yeah, because okay, because I, because okay. <laughs> you know, the kids that we raise, you know, what I'm saying with the junk that's on TV now, you'll never see a show like that. Ever. I think Blackish is that show now. Mm-hmm. Blackish is a great show. It's a great Blackish show. is a great it show, but it's not giving those. Up. Yeah, it's no, not it's giving not, those black it's values. Not yeah, it's not, it's not the Cosby's, but it is a really great show, and it, it, it's never going to be the Cosby's. Yeah, I, yeah, right. and I don't think it has to be though. I think it. It's what we need now. I think the right. Cosby show is what we needed then because we needed to be seen in a different light, and we still need that. Now, but I feel like Blackish tackles a lot more than the Cosby show it, was able to. And so I feel like it is what we need now. Right I feel like now. there will right. be today, yeah. other shows. Like even um Black Lightning, that's it's a superhero show. Um, but it talks about gang violence and police brutality and all of these things going on in the black community um and it's got this like hard-working dad that is just trying to like keep his family together so i feel like there are shows out there for us and we can't just hold on to this this one show like r kelly's a pedophile i'm not stepping in the name of love just because he made good music (laughs) back in the day like i don't listen to r kelly anymore like i i draw a line in the sand when it comes to like problematic celebs that i cut off i was gonna say yeah speaking of r kelly um tom joiner of course tom joiner morning show he uh stated he made a statement saying that he's no longer longer gonna play any of his music on the station okay nothing r kelly because of the allegations of him Grooming this fourteen-year-old as a sex. I mean, sex there was pet. a video of him peeing on a girl years yeah. ago, and people were still making excuses. Yeah, so Mary and Aaliyah, right? He wrote the song "Age Ain't Nothing But a Number." Like that should have been a sign to people then that he and had an issue. And even in that issue. interview, whenever the, the interviewer asked him, you know, about sleeping, yeah, Torre yeah, asked him, and he was like, "Define, yeah, define teenager." And I'm yeah. like, "The fuck, you don't get to like." <laughs> rewrite the rules and articulate it <laughs> right. in a way that makes you seem you less guilty. Yeah. Like he's gross. Yeah, yeah. So that, that was bananas. Um, I haven't fucked with R. Kelly in at yeah. least a decade. You know, it's a shame that, you know, he made such good damn music. Yeah, he could sing his ass off, but this guy. Like yeah. this person, this who he is. It's Mental so health. Mental health. Yeah. It's so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. But hey, you know, if he also, 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 what's going on? Um, of course, uh, there was re- uh, reports of Fabulous and Emily B spotted at Coachella. This is new to together. me. I don't know if you guys saw in the beginning when we started <laughs> recording. I was like, 
because I'm reading the outline for the first time. <sighs> and I was like, what? I have not heard about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. At yeah, all. Yeah. yeah, yeah was it wasn't like on like TMZ. It was more on like the right. shade room and gossip. So you might have missed it. Um, but yeah, there were pictures of them together at Coachella. And I mean, I'm not judging her. I'm upset for her. Um, because I feel like she's in a situation that she doesn't really know how to get out of and doesn't know, you know, that there's better out there. And so she's not leaving. Um, I want more for her, but I can't make that decision. You know what I mean? Like when she's tired, she will leave. And if she isn't, then she'll stay. And that's unfortunate. But yeah, I think it was, it was upsetting for people to see them together. Okay. And lastly on the rundown, Bow Wow. Oh what my the gosh. fuck did Bow Wow do? Man. What did he do? What did he do oh now? my god. He he's yeah. really upsetting me. He's yeah. been putting out these suicidal uh posts for quite some time now, like for the past couple of months. Um Just he doesn't so want to be here. I think the recent one was I want to jump off this balcony or something crazy. Right. Like I don't know. And he and of course he has an album coming out that he's promoting. So He almost like the little boy that cried wolf. Yeah. yeah. Like, and then he put out this post about um only uh Jermaine Dupree loved him. He was the only person that really loved him and knew him. And Snoop Dogg commented and was like, Are you serious? You know, I look at yeah, you like he, a he, son, you know. Yeah, he posts up on it. I disagree. Yeah, I, I I'm not here for it, Bow Wow. Um when it comes to uh suicidal thoughts and again mental health, I'm really, really big on that. And I just feel like if you have an issue, seek help. Social media is not the help that you should seek. But then I'm almost like, is this even real? You know That's what I mean? That's a suicidal right. hotline number. Yeah, I don't oh, think Oh, and we're that gonna social... get that to you. I had that. We should have gave it to you guys the last episode, but I do have that information for the listeners at the end of this one. I don't think that social media is the outlet you should seek, but I feel like a lot of people don't know another way to like cry out for help now. So a lot of people do it that way. There have been people that have like killed themselves on Facebook live. And you know what I mean? It's very like gruesome and sad to think that that's the only way that they know how to like reach out to people. But sometimes people feel so alone that they, you know, want to like shout from the mountaintops, but that's their version of that. And so like, I, I saw the post very like, briefly and people were laughing like you know someone get bow wow but i you know i don't ever take those types of threats lightly you know what i mean and so i would hate to think that he's just like attention seeking and then we find out that like there was something going on like he does need help but sometimes i feel like people don't know how to get help yeah even though they have money that's the problem people don't people don't like to talk Right. About anything. They don't like to open up and they don't like to so they discuss don't, what's going on. So they give you crumbles so they, here and yeah, there. They give you those little, they spring mm-hmm. those little crumbles here and there. Yeah. And then, you know, here's the thing. When something, if something happens to him, you know, then you're going to see all these R.I.P. Shad Moss. Right. R.I.P. this. R. But this guy was just, you know, screaming for help, but no one helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I think that goes, goes his friends and family said, need Boy, to help him. Because he's done it I guess, before. Yeah. Before. Yeah. So you don't yeah. know what to take serious or whatnot like okay are, are you being serious right now or, is, or are you just trying to promote your new album that's coming out right i don't right. know well so that's it, the fucked up thing yeah 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 he definitely don't want to do that but um bow wow if you're listening <laughs> you know we here for you you know uh all just aside anybody out there that's um dealing with mental issues or suicidal thoughts man we're here 
Hit us I feel up. like you should drop that number. I was thinking right the now. same like, thing. I was like, should I wait? Just so we, um, before when we were talking about domestic violence in our previous episode, we hope our listeners tuned into that. I was um, telling people that there there are many many resources. We are very fortunate. We do have the we're in the area of social media now, and we. Um, with that being said, that can be looked at as a positive and negative thing. But we also have so many more resources that are out there to help people in need, whether it's parenting classes, whether, you know, um, domestic violence issues. There are so many. So I do have a couple of resources and assistance programs that are here to help people in need. The first one is and this is for all of my local listeners um, in the the North Carolina area. The victim assistance line here in North Carolina, the number is 704-336-4126. Again, this is the victim assistance hotline. It is 704-336-4126. Also, the National Domestic Violence Hotline. This number is for anybody in the nation who is going through a domestic violence issue. That number is 1-800-799-SAFE. Again, that's 1-800-799-SAFE. This number is accessible to you guys 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Um, another local number that I want to give you guys is Child Care Resources um, the company that I works for partners with them for many, 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 many different things. Um, and they are a wonderful resource to use. The number there is 704-376-6697. Again, that's 704-376-6697. Uh, Child Care Resources is Child Care Resources is a really good um, program because they offer resources for parents to be able to um, afford child care for their children. They offer training classes for parents. They do they do a lot. So that's a really good resource. So, guys, please um, take heed to the numbers and services that we gave to you and yeah. use them. Yes. Definitely appreciate yes. that. Thank you, AP. And Absolutely. Then, then also, here's another thing with the whole, you know, domestic violence, mental health, you know, your job. You know your 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 career where you work for. They may have you know things that you know uh, resources that you can reach out to. I know one of my homegirls was telling me uh, that works for Verizon, and I'm guessing if you if you work for Verizon or if you're one of our listeners who work for Verizon, if you're in a domestic violence situation, she told me this, and I thought this was like cool how they did it. You report it. Let's say you report it on a Monday, and by I don't know, let's say by like 48 hours, like Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, at least by Thursday, they move you. Verizon will move you from that situation. They'll pay for your, you know, your housing, you know, anything you need to relocate you to another area. That's awesome. So I didn't even, I used to work for Verizon. I didn't even know they had that. I was like, damn, you know, shit. Not to glorify. Boy, you crazy. Oh, shit. Me. Come yeah. on, I want to move. <laughs> right, right. Oh it's so but damn crazy. That's a good resource. That's a yeah, good resource yeah, to have. Yeah, so, thank you, know, you. Check with an employer. They may have something going on. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man. But quick question. Go. I want to. I want to go back to. I know we talked about. It. I know you skimmed across it. The James 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 Shaw James, James Shaw Jr. Yeah. All right. I was looking at the news outlet. Right, uh, I think it was. I don't know if it was Fox. Probably was Fox because they always talk some crazy shit anyway. <laughs> um, 
they were so quick to label that horrible white man mentally ill. Right. And what really grinds my gears about something like that is because if it's a white man or a white person that goes in, kill people, shoot up a Waffle House, they're so the, the media is so quick to label them mentally ill. Right. But let's just say if it was a black man or these police shooting unarmed black men, then it's, oh, he had a, a he, he, was, he was a thug, a, a gangbanger. He was all this negative yes. stuff. Yeah. But they want to paint the, the picture the of mental the white person. Bit. Oh, he's mentally ill. Yeah. He needs they, help. They, they, what I, the fuck is that? Yeah, they automatically assume that we are dangerous. Yeah. Without they 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 shoot first and ask questions right. later. That yeah. was one of the things that I ranted about on Facebook when I was over people making excuses for Bill Cosby. I'm not saying that Harvey Weinstein and Donald Trump and all of these white men that have been, you know, accused of sexual assault do not deserve to go to jail as well. I'm just saying to me it doesn't make it okay for Bill Cosby to be out because he's black and we're rooting for everybody black. Like they're all trash. They all need to pay for what they did. Right. But my thing is this to your point, you've seen videos of black men and women that were innocent, that were killed by cops and absolutely nothing happened. And you have physical evidence, you see it and nothing happens. And so like, I don't know why people are expecting us to be held to the same standard as white people. You know what I mean? Like a system cannot fail those that it was never meant to protect. And so I just feel like it's unfair and it's really frustrating and infuriating to see it continually happen because what it really is, is they are domestic terrorists. You know what I mean? Right. These white people that are killing people because of, you know, the color of their skin. Um, but they're never going to label them as such because the system is designed to protect them. Yes, it is. And that just brings me to um, what Derek was talking about earlier. For black men, you have it the worst out of everybody in the world, in the nation. And you don't have the same privileges. You don't have the same resources. And it's sad, but that is a reality. So we just have to make sure that we are proactive and not putting ourselves in situations we that can cause us very, very to, yeah, to be in harm's way. As a black man, you know, you know, you walk around, you walk around with a target on your back. Yep. Regardless, you, anywhere yeah. you go, like <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. I was in, uh, I can't remember where I, was. I think I, I went to uh, some. I think I, it was like Family Dollar, some some dollar store, and I walked past this. Uh, I walked past this white lady, and I don't know if she seen me see her, but it's like when I walk past, it's like she just. I don't know if she just clutched her, yeah. like, her purse like really tight. And it's like, it, that's sad. But it's funny because when I was leaving out, and I, I was with uh, my daughter, and we was leaving out, and that same white lady came through, I opened the door for her. I said, yeah. have a good day. And I walked on. Mm -hmm. And I hope, 
I hope that made her feel like that for some, some kind of impression on her. Like, but I just, you know, Sally, yeah, yeah, Miss Sally, who the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know it, it, that still still happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh know, yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty sure it's probably. I don't know if it's if, if it's happening. Absolutely, to you, absolutely. But, I mean, and that's absolutely. Sad. That's a, it's a sad yeah. world that we yeah. live in. But yeah. but that's, that's our reality. That's I our think, reality. Yep. When that's black people start realizing that and stop being angry about the fact. Now we should be angry. I'm going to tell you why, but we should not be angry about the fact there that they're why or asking the question why it is a reality we are treated different we are targeted targeted differently we are looked at differently and it's always going to happen so we have to condition ourselves to understand that that is our our um prerequisite we know that so what are we going to do and we just have to make sure it's not acceptable we can continue to fight but we just have to point our anger in the direction of trying to get change and make sure that, you know, we're not giving them a reason to lock us up, to kill us and to to do those things. Yeah, they're going to continue to to do it, unfortunately, but we don't have to give them access to do it in a way that we're putting ourselves in situations to make those things happen. But I feel like now, though, a lot of people I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like a lot of people aren't even putting themselves in situations. They're literally in their yard on the phone right and they're just they just want to kill us they're not even looking for an excuse like everything looks like a gun when it's in black people's hands and so i don't even think that there's anything that we can stop doing to not look guilty to them i do think we just have to continue to like fight um for equality and equity Mm mm-hmm with you know with with regards to the way that we're viewed in in this world you know compared to white people and other races because i don't know it's just it's hard like the neighborhood that i live in the right across the street is where keith mm -hmm. lamont scott was killed Mm -hmm. and i literally watched the protest form in my backyard like i saw them marching up the street and that man was waiting on his child to get out of school reading a book you know what i mean and so i don't think that there's anything that we can not do to be regarded as a regarded as a threat we just have to continue the fight for equality but for our young black men i think and not necessarily the stories that have made um the media or mainstream but there are certain situations i see it all the time where young black men they do things and it's not to say you can't have fun and express yourselves and you know you smoke your weed and your music is up loud and you have your pants listen i'm i'm not trying to just categorize or stereotype or any of that but just don't put yourselves in situations that make it easy for them to say oh I killed him you know and just put out a a, a explanation you know now with Keith Lamont Scott and and Trayvon Martin those situations made mainstream and they had nothing to do with what they were doing at that particular time but there have been situations that I think black people or men in particular where we're speaking of could have avoided that situation by just doing something small you know what i mean just not necessarily being in that type of environment or not having drugs or then on them or just following the law you know what i mean just doing the right thing you can't go out here like we said before black men people really we go out with targets on our back when we walk out the door so with that being said you need to have a mindset that says you know what I already know there's a target on my back so let me straighten up let me put on my my vest 
you know, not necessarily, I'm not, I'm being uh, figurative and not literal here, but put on a vest to make sure like I'm making sure I'm doing what I need to do so I can come back home to my family and live to see the next day. No, I'm, I, the, the white guy, my neighbor may be able to um, smoke weed outside on his back porch, or he may be able to ride with his music up loud. But as a black man, no, you can't do that. Is it sad? Yes, it is. But damn it, don't do it. So you can come home tomorrow. It's sad that we live in that society, but it is what it is. Don't do it. You know, you can't just say, well, it's not fair. It's not fair. But that is the black man's reality. Don't do it. If you don't care about coming home, then you know what? Then do whatever you need to do. But if you care about coming home to your children and to your families, then you need to go out with a different mindset. And it's sad that we have to do that. But that's our reality. That makes sense. Amen. I hear you. I hear you. I feel like we have to have a a show on that because I feel like my my feelings are different. Like I hear you and I respect it. Like I totally get what you're saying. I just, I feel like I feel very differently, but yeah, I'm very like anti-police. So we'll ways. have a conversation yeah. about that later. Now, there's more episodes. Cause, cause <laughs> we're, we're not talking about the problematic police today. That's not what this show is right. about. Right, 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 right. So in, in, in brighter news, you know, Meek Mill release. Oh yeah. Shout out to Meek Mill. Shout out man. Hopefully he can beat this case and uh, get this judge off his back. Yeah, we really do need to have a, a conversation about the justicism as a whole yeah. because he was yeah. on probation for 10 years, which is just it's, ridiculous. So, exactly. th- again, so, yeah, we, not why we're here. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. But as of today, we're going to talk about this Jesus crisis. We're going to talk about crisis Kanye, it is. Kanye West <laughs> oh, and Kanye his West. shenanigans, Twitter blow up and all this crazy stuff, man. And. Basically, um, as y'all probably seen on you know IG or whatever uh, social media platform that you uh, that you follow, you see that Kanye West has been the topic of discussion. Yes, <laughs> he has uh, been on a Twitter, Twitter, whatever you want to call Twitter it, rant. a Twitter rampage, <laughs> rant, rampage. Yeah, Twitter rampage about you know just just any and everything, and, and, and it's definitely some things that we got you know gonna discuss about. What he's been tweeting and how it's you know how it's looked at and his mental state and stuff like that. But uh, there are a lot of people and celebs questioning uh, Kanye West's mental state after his ongoing Twitter rampage. Easy jokes about being in the sunken place with pics of his home, Kim. You know him and Kim's yeah. home. Is it me or is that nigga Kanye West one of the niggas from Get Out? They fucking you up, cuz you need to get out of that house. And that pissed me off because I felt like if there was anything that ever looked like the materialized version of what I would have thought the, the sunken, sunken place, place was, yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, you are in <laughs> yeah. the sunken place. Like, right. this is literally where you yeah. live. Right, right, right. So, yeah, it's just been a lot going on with uh, Kanye West. Um, we're going to kind of touch on how he was wearing uh M-A-D-A the make hat, america great make again america hat. great again hat on signed by yours true yep <laughs> 45 45 <laughs> so what y'all what are y'all thoughts on well i think we should do a question do we think that kanye is in the sunken place we can start with cole what do, do you think, think <laughs> um yeah i i think that he is and i think that he has been for a while um and i I don't want to get off on a tangent, but I will say that I'm tired of people 
making excuses for his behavior. He's been erratic for a very long time and mm-hmm. everyone since his mother died. And that's what I was going to say. Everyone says he hasn't been the same since his mother died. But Kanye has money. He has the resources to get help. When we lose family members, we have to go back to work after we bury them. We're not given the opportunity to grieve mm-hmm. the wrong way for years and people don't make excuses for us. Right. So do I think that he needs to heal from that? Sure. Am I going to keep excusing his behavior because he's not taking the steps to do so? No. Right. So yeah, he's in the sunken place. Black, do you Definitely think that Kanye? Definitely in the sunken place. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that guy. I mean, it it makes it hard because he he makes great music, and that's I'm all about music, and that's that's a a, a detriment for his sake because he has so many people had so many people that you know liked and respected you know his work and he was that outspoken voice for you know black folks but now it's just like Mm -hmm. what the fuck is you doing bro Ty what do you think is (laughs) he in the sunken place oh man if there is a sunken place (laughs) he is definitely there Um, he made a quote here a tweet saying there was a time when slavery was a trend and apparently that time is still upon us but now it's mentally the mentality it's a mentality so which i think is funny because i think he's a mental slave i was just going to say exactly that brings me to mind i definitely think he's in the sunken place i think that kanye is sick i think that he needs help i think that this is his way of crying out for help um yeah he's he needs it yeah. And and I don't think that his um, environment, I will not call names, but his environment is not the help that he needs. Right. And I feel like he's been such um, like because before this, nobody even knew where he was. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He's just been um, in the mountains or wherever he's been. I just feel like he isolated himself so much that he's out of touch with reality. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that people change. And I I feel like people are really disappointed because this is the same man that made, you know, seemingly woke albums and even went on to say George Bush doesn't care about black people. So Mm -hmm. the fact that he's aligning himself with Trump, I think doesn't sit well with people. And it's not because Trump is a Republican, despite what Chance the rapper tweeted, you know, in, in support of Kanye. It's because his specific beliefs are very misogynistic, they're very racist, and he's a bigot. And so it's not because he's a Republican, it is, it is what he says mm-hmm. about people that look like Kanye that is harmful. And the fact that he doesn't see that and he just looks at Donald Trump like a free thinker. As a brother. You know what I mean? It is crazy to me. Donald Trump has the vocabulary of like a sixth grader. So I don't know where he's supposed to be this great free thinker. Like I never understand what he's saying anyways. Um, So I, I think everyone's just like, where is that Kanye? That Kanye has been gone for that a Kanye very long gone. time. Yeah, and like he's not coming stuff. back. The old, they missed the old Kanye. Listen. You're going to have to keep missing him. I miss 90s R&B, but it ain't coming back. It like, you got to move back. on. It's not coming it's, back. It's Kanye gone. is gone. Kanye we lost gone. him he's a long gone time forever? ago. I think so. Mm. He's falling into the second place. Definitely so. He's still falling, but yeah, yeah. So, Does, do we have an album coming out? Yeah, he, yes. he yes. dropped yes, he two does. songs, and some people seem oh to think God. that he's like doing this, doing this for out. publicity. Yeah, but I'm just like, and we'll, and we'll, we'll show y'all a snippet. I know that they song. say that there's no such thing as bad publicity, right. but I feel like 
he's gone so far off the deep end that he's lost a lot of fans. And even if, you know, this was a publicity stunt, like the things that he said, he's not coming back from that with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And at first I I thought that this was a publicity stunt. But after tweet after tweet after tweet, more and more he does, you know, he's speaking out on, you know, whatever he's going through. The more and more I'm convinced it's not a publicity stunt. Yeah. And I mean, John Legend text him. He sent him a text and a conversation like, you might really want to rethink who you're like aligning yourself with. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that he feels and says are really um, harmful, you know, for black people, people of color, so on and so forth. Um, and he, Kanye tweeted the text conversation. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like that was in poor taste because one of the things that I hate about social media oh, is yeah. that people comment on posts you know what I mean, for attention. And I'm like, if we're actually friends, you've got my number. You can call me. You can text me. And that's what John Legend did. And then he publicized it. Um, but, I mean, they one of their kids had a birthday this past weekend, and they yep. were together and, and John, took a picture. Yeah, I was just going to so, say that. Yeah, they I were I feel like together. you can be friends and disagree. Right. Um, and so John did come to him as a friend. Like, I really feel like, right. you know, you're you're going about this the wrong way. Yeah, you got to um, be careful who you trade. Right. Yeah. But, it was Chrissy Teigen's baby shower okay. that they were all actually at. Gotcha. And um, Kim, you know, put a lot of videos out there of, of them. And it also just makes me kind of wonder if I disagree with someone like a friend. Yeah, I may still attend your baby shower, but I think to publicly disagree and to put that conversation out there and then to show up to his wife's baby shower, I, I don't know. It just is it's a weird I don't really know how I feel about that. It's like, okay, are you guys doing it for publicity? Is John like, you know what, Kanye is really my guy and he's just really doing this for his album, so I really don't right. I, I don't know. It's just weird. I but. think that it might be one of those things like we talked about with dating someone's potential. Maybe he's hoping that he can change and that he can I show him, so. you know, the error yeah. of his ways. And so he doesn't want to give up on him yet because he's like, you are a friend to me and I care about you. And I think right. that you need someone like me, you know, yeah, in your he corner de- and he right definitely now, so. needs a friend that's going to be there for him and give him good advice. Again, that's what I said. His environment Absolutely. that he's in right now it's is toxic. not good for him. It's a toxic situation it's toxic. and a, a toxic it's environment. Toxic. Absolutely. Seeing that some he. I guess he posted maybe a few hours ago, but this is what he said. I've got a new challenge for everyone today. Pick somebody Mm -hmm. that you had an argument with that you think you hate, maybe even someone you haven't spoken to in years, and contact that person and tell them I love you. That don't mean... First of all, that is sick. Okay, yeah, that's that not what he would not what he's trying to do. But that was the man that performed the the plastic surgery on his mother before she passed away. Mm-hmm. And I get what he was trying to do. But I'm like, you can't expect that. How like it just doesn't even make and sense. Then he thought about I, I seen another thing where he was like, oh, that's going to be my album cover. Yes, saw that. Who, that's sick to me. I'm like, yeah, that dude, is sick. Like, <laughs> why? Yeah, like. Obviously, everything that he's done is definitely uh, red flags that he's in a mental, uh, not a great place mentally. You know what I'm saying? No. So Mm-mm. I feel like uh, it's good that, you know, John Legends reached out to mm-hmm. him, Chance the Rapper. Everybody's reaching out to him to, you know, make sure he's 
okay, you know, as much as he can. Yeah. But Kanye fans, I, I'm, I would not call myself a Kanye fan. I, I like some of his, his um, work, his music, and his clothing. But for all of his true fans and his family members, this is not the time to um, alienate and and throw him away to, the, you know, just let him be. This is the time to really be there for him and, and give them the support that he needs because he needs you guys, you know. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. And it doesn't mean that, you know, whatever he says or the music that he puts out. Yeah, don't support to, that. But have to agree with it or support <laughs> it. But. You know what I'm saying? Just, um, you know, support him as he's going through this mental state. Yep. Uh, mental episode that he's going through. But there has been a lot of people that's been giving him backlash. Um, Snoop Dogg's mm-hmm. one of them. Which, you know, you know, Snoop acting off, you know, his emotions and what he, you know, really believe in, which, you know, I can understand. So, you know, Snoop's go, you know, he goes on the rampage, like, you know, Kanye's really in the sunken place. Um you know, he's he's not, you know, doing things the right way, of course. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, you know, Snoop is uh, putting it out there also for people to understand, like, hey, you know, something clearly going on. He's not in the greatest mental state. So, you know, because a lot of people, honestly, a lot of people on social media, they're just followers. So if a celebrity puts something out there, Nine out of ten, they're going to listen to it. Right. right, right. They're going to listen. They're going to follow. They're going to support it in some kind of way. And, and mm-hmm. obviously, you know, it's, it's it's easy to, you know, sway somebody and have make somebody believe in what you're putting out. Yeah. So, you know, it's good that, you know, people are putting him on notice. Like, hey, dude, you know, this ain't right. Um, and we'll play some snippets of that, you know, as well, of what Snoop, you know, you know, he put out. But... Uh, T.I. T.I. also reached out to him, mm-hmm. actually uh, met up with them, and um, they ended up doing a track together. Yeah, I, I heard that song. Heard that song. Mm-hmm. Basically, T.I. is the, the, the voice people. of reason. Yeah, he's like the voice for the people. And, and Kanye's Kanye. Yeah, but, pretty much. Yeah, so, you know, that was... Um, I didn't listen to it. I just, I can't bring myself to to even entertain Kanye right now, so I haven't heard it. Um I I feel like T.I. has good intentions because I recently watched Rapture on Netflix and I do feel like he's evolving as a person and really wants to try to do more for the black community. And so I feel like he is really trying to understand where Kanye is coming from and honestly speak for the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, like I said, haven't brought myself to listen to it yet because I just feel like Kanye yeah. is too far gone. And I feel like if, you know, his objective was to get a lot of people is to listen to his music i don't want to buy into that and, and honestly with the stuff that he's been putting out <laughs> you yeah, know you know what it's garbage it is i don't know what he's you know i don't know what his agenda is or what he's trying to do but it's, i think it's his terrible. agenda is saying i need help <laughs> i definitely do okay okay uh lastly here um you know i was just gonna ask y'all like do y'all think kanye has a have any kind of agenda of motive behind what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I think Kanye's agenda is Kanye. Um, like I feel like he's very self-serving. And back in the day, I thought that he was an artist. And what I mean by that is like, I don't know if you guys remember when he was on Punked and they stole his like, tape or his like reel of music oh, and yeah, he like took it and he ran with it um oh, i feel like back yeah. in the day he really believed 
in his art, you know what I mean? And would do anything to protect it at all costs. And I feel like now he does things to be controversial um, and calls it art. You know what I mean? Right. Like the, the stuff that he's doing with Donald, I, I feel like he wants to come off as this very like self-evolved person. And, you know, really he's just broken yeah. and needs to get some help. And, and that's kind of where he is. And I saw that Kim did tweet out that people need to stop throwing out the mental health label because, you know, she takes that very seriously. And she knows when people, um, you know, she knows that mental health illness is very, you know, serious in the right. black community and just in general. And so for people to like label him as such is is harmful for people that actually have mental health illness. But I do think that he does need help. And I think that she just doesn't want to be seen as like, a negligent wife mm -hmm. that's right. not paying attention to the help that he needs when in fact he really does need to get absolutely. some help. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I agree with what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> so the final the final thought that um we're gonna go through is uh actually <laughs> um surprisingly it's a quote by Cardi B. She made a lot of sense with this. Um uh, she goes on to say that social media is driving your favorite celebs into insanity. If you are if you if you a fan of these celebs and their work always support them and show love to them. These celebs don't have this tough skin you think they have. Because we are all human. Yeah, we are that's human. A also, that's a segue into a new quad episode that's coming out soon. Celebs and comments and how they affect people. And not just celebrities, how they affect people in general. Yeah. For sure. For sure, for sure. For so sure. stay tuned, so, guys. Yeah, stay tuned. So we're going to wrap this thing up, man. I appreciate y'all listening. We really appreciate We it. really appreciate you. I'm going to let uh, Darling Nikki go yeah, ahead yeah, and darling, you go, first, go this first this time. I don't mind going first. I'm not like you, Derek. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can reach me at darling underscore Nikki underscore 84. Why do you close your eyes when you do it? No one that's <laughs> listening knows that I had my eyes closed. Yeah, they, do now. they do now. I'm going to slap you. AP. <laughs> you guys can find me at AP The Model. Wait. All right. It's your boy, Black. Why are you looking at me like that? Why are you smiling so hard? <laughs> because I'm a smiler. Because you're a loser. Oh, oh. We'll still hug after this. We is won't, though. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. We will hug. Uh, you can find me on IG at the T-H-A Black Clark Kent. That's at the T-H-A Black Clark Kent. Word. And also you can find me at uh, on Instagram at king.congo6. King um, you can also find us on the Quad Pod. At the Quad at Pod. At the Quad Pod. Yep. Yeah, at mm -hmm. the Quad Pod on IG as well. Uh, we will be streaming all our shows on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Stitcher, Google Play, and, and iHeartRadio. Radio. Radio. Yeah. yeah, we are, we, we <laughs> are the mall, there. so please, uh, you know, take a listen. Tune subscribe, in. subscribe, comment. comment. We, we will talk back to you, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just uh, comment, leave a, uh, you know, a review. 
because we really appreciate it. Tell y'all. us how yeah. you think, man. Tell us what you feel. Yeah. And we still have 30 days left in the Quad Pod Challenge, uh, Fitness Challenge, Uh-oh. too, guys. So we'll be giving those results at the end of next month. So stay Ooh. tuned for that. I'm a little low-key excited. I'm on track. I'm on track. Till next time, guys. Till next time, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Bye. Peace.